And we are back on the Yeah Coach podcast, where we encourage you to take action in life through the testimonies of others. And we have my good friend. He graduated with a bachelor's degree in business management and marketing. And he's also in a band that's supposed to be going on tour towards the end of the year, starting October 1st. Look out for that. He's just started his, um, not just started, he's he's had his fitness journey here for a pretty good amount of time. I've learned so much from him already. I want to welcome you all. Coach Cam, yo, how you yo, doing today, what man? What is up? Doing pretty good. Another day we live in, we survive it. How are yeah, you, man? I'm feeling pretty good. First off, I want to say thank you. Um for giving me your time. Like, this is big. This is important. Our goal is to encourage people to take action in life, and your testimony is definitely going to help other people, like, take a chance and take that jump. I'm like, action, action can be one of the hardest things to take. And sometimes it's the inaction that what stops us. Like, we don't want to go off and try a new career because the one we're in right now is so safe. Mm-hmm. And But we're not happy. We're not enjoying what we're doing. We're not fulfilled. So... Um, our goal today is just to get to know you a little more. This is Coach Cam. Um, first question, though. What did you eat for breakfast? What did you eat for breakfast this morning? <laughs> the time old question, right? You can tell everything by the breakfast. Uh, it's so my go-to breakfast. It's two eggs and then cereal. I've got about ten boxes of cereal, and it I just go down the line and two eggs, and that's all it is. That and you know some water. Cereal, so you almond milk. Two percent, two percent, two percent. Standard milk, yeah, and I don't drink the milk. Just use the just cereal. Really? Yep. You, why? Yeah, man, just I feel like that's. Uh, you must have some pretty lame cereal then. No, if you're, if you're eating the cereal and not drinking the milk, like you can't tell me you're eating cinnamon toast crunch it's and the not calories, drinking. man. More recently, you know, I've been more in caloric deficit, trying to you know mm-hmm. trim things up, and man, milk is okay. some calories in milk, man. I could use for something else. You know what I mean? So I use what I have to, mm-hmm. but. No, man, we talking Captain Crunch. We talking Reese's Puff. I mean, the cereal's got to be fun. I ain't out here on some, you know, some, what are them, grape nuts? I ain't out here on none of <laughs> Raisin that. Raisin Bran. Yeah, hey, man, even that's all right with me. But I, know, I like the, the crunchy, the Raisin Bran Crunch. Oh. But you talk about some plain cornflakes. That ain't me. You know, that ain't me. That ain't <laughs> the me. Frosted Flakes, at least. At least. At least. I got to be, I got to be excited to wake up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, a, a better question, man. A better question is. Which version of Captain Crunch? All berries, all captains, peanut butter, like what we what we think. I call it all captains. Like it's like people know what I'm think, talking about. But hey, we know exactly what you're talking about, and that ain't me. That's I don't, I don't know if I'd be trusting nobody out here with all yellow. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be trusting them to having conversations with them like like they're normal out here. No, that ain't for me. I'm not an all berries guy. Ain't that crazy? I'm Are you standard. making both? Standard. I'm standard, baby. Standard Captain Crunch. Keep it simple. Keep it sugary, man. What do you think about? The the peanut butter. I used to eat the peanut butter ones all the time. I haven't tried them because I just you what? know Reese's Puff. Yeah, I, I've I've only heard good things about it. Though. Okay. I've only heard good things about it. I'm gonna have to get on it now. I'm gonna have to get on it then. That's that's box there. number eleven right there. <laughs> I can believe you had ten boxes. 10. I, I kid, you know they do the whole four for five or you oh, know okay, five yeah. or whatever. So I'm just like, all right. Do you like the little the little cups or the, the boxes of cereal? I try and get the big so I don't have to buy cereal for a long time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You you find yourself a pretty consistent person. Like every morning, you try to do the same exact breakfast. The breakfast, yeah, and uh, and things no I'm consistent, things I'm not. You know, it's really challenging to try and you know, as we all try and juggle life. I you know, especially when you've got two passions, music and fitness. They yeah. both to excel 
in either of them to the extent that, you know, people talk about. I do find myself giving more time to one and the other, and it kind of alternates. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they both, if you really are trying to get far, they take a lot of your time, each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's always has been the one struggle is overall, both have been my passions, but it's a give and take with both of them. Whatever's becomes more pressing. There's an important show coming up, obviously more time practicing, mm-hmm. uh, but things like that. So okay. overall, I would find myself pretty consistent. What I've been doing now, my habits, I've tried to, I've established for quite a while. You, would you say you're a creature of habit or are you like open to change as well? Overall. Overall, overall to be honest, uh, I wouldn't, I, I'm a creature of habit has just never really worked for my lifestyle. There are certain things I have to, I look at things by the week. Mm-hmm. What are things I need to get done this mm-hmm. week? Things that I want that's going to help everything get where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Fitness, life, you know, trying to, you know, I'm getting ready to get married. You know, what do I need to put into my marriage? Everything. What do I need to do to get everything to the next level for the next week? Mm-hmm. And I just go from there. I have mm-hmm. a lot of clients that need that revolve around different schedules. So it's kind of like the same amount of work, but in different spots each week, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So it's pretty hard to. Be habitual when your own schedule is moving. So you're you're pretty open to change. That you kind of mm-hmm. go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You're not, you're not resistant to it. No, no. I'm. I, I think change is whether you try and fight it or not. Change is going to slip its way in there, and mm-hmm. being open to it is what's going to allow you to be flexible to keep those habits where you want them to be. You know, if you start fighting change, I don't think that works out. So that's that's just my theory. I, I definitely mm-hmm. am open to change, mm-hmm. but in the fitness world, you know, habits, the same routine, very common. And uh, I definitely find myself wishing for more consistency a lot of the times. <laughs> why? Why do you say that? <laughs> you know, it, it'd be nice to have a set schedule each week, but you mm-hmm. know, at the same time, you know, I like knowing each week's going to look just a little bit different. That helps keep mm-hmm. things fresh, and that does. Help keep yeah. me on my toes. Yeah, you know, you're right. So, the huh. so more on the change side to shorten. Right. Mm-hmm. Change. That's something I've found kind of troubling personally mm-hmm. to keep. And everyone's a little bit different. Some people flourish; they blossom in in change. But it's having that balance of being able to go with the flow, as opposed to change, 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 because you're not feeling it right now. Because there's some mm-hmm. days like you'll want to you'll go to do a personal training session or you'll go on a teach class and you're not feeling it but you still mm-hmm. are there like it's like uh, that same person will go in and do the job and they'll still feel fulfilled even when they're not feeling like doing the job but it's the how can I put it here it was like it's like the word passion passion. It's not an input. Passion is an output. You don't do what you're passionate about. You do what you enjoy and what you'll experience is passion. Mm-hmm. And what everyone kind of goes into is that they expect it to have to love what they do. But it's kind of like you love, I don't know if you experience it yet, but you will eventually. You love your kids even on the days you don't like your kids. 
Oh, I couldn't imagine the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So like, or even your animals, if you have pets, like yeah. you love your animals, even on the days you don't like them, they'll get on your nerves, you're aggravated. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you still love your job and you love what you do. Yeah, motiv- even if you motivations are different, isn't the same. You, know, you don't always have the motivation to do what you are passionate about. Right. But finding that habit, that consistency to still work towards it, even on your down days, absolutely. I think that's why I need to, I personally work out I mean, like mentoring other people on how they ad- adapt and, and deal with change consistently. Because I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. I love consistency. Oh, I could see that. That's, yeah. And, I, and there's so many benefits to that lifestyle. You know, and it's also about, you know, you can you know, respect for your own time also. Mm-hmm. You know, having this habit, you know, creating that boundary with your job, you know, your your family, things like that, you know. The habitual lifestyle mm-hmm. has shown has shown that's where you know especially when you talk about something like bodybuilding that you know same day same day same day in same day out I mean that's where the best they've they've created that mm-hmm. so absolutely you know there's there's both ends both ends to this you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's a wonderful question I really like that question though yeah. it's, it's it's honestly fascinating to see how people differ. Mm-hmm. And how people differ in their success as well. Because two people can get to the same exact, depending on the definition of success, the same exact success level, mm-hmm. like money-wise, but they have two completely different approaches and how they organize their day and their life and and everything about them. Mm-hmm. So, like, giving getting advice from both is helpful depending on what you plan on doing mm-hmm. from the person getting that advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A question that I haven't asked other people as much yet is um what is coach cam's definition of success like looking at the word success like it's actually a you know an answer i feel like you'd probably get out of most people that do have passions you know at the end of the day you know there's you know there's no monetary value to me in that answer you know i want to be able to wake up every day my main goal is i am on this earth to help people mm-hmm. that's a big drive for music that's a big that's a really huge drive for my fitness uh you know my job my career is no matter what i want to make wake up knowing i'm getting ready to help someone go through their journey in one way or the other mm-hmm. uh so to me to success to me when i would look at myself and go i'm being successful to myself is that I'm helping others while also maintaining the passions that I have. Um, so money, not necessarily, you know, something like money to me is a byproduct of the work you put into something you care about. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone that's really good at whatever they do usually finds themselves in a place of money, mm-hmm. whether it's art, music, fitness. If you really care about and passion what you do, you're going to end up being, you're going to excel at it mm-hmm. if you're putting that much time into it, the time that you have. Uh, you know, so I just try not to, it, it's just that if I wake up every day knowing I'm helping somebody and, you know, I've created a family, family will be big for me. That'll be soon. You know, that I've taken care of my family, that I'm helping others and that, you know, with music, with fitness, I'm where I want to be. That's my success. Everything else falls Second into that. place. As it needs to be. So, um, yeah. It's been wisdom over here. Okay. Now, well, you know, it's you know, it's 
It provokes. It's watching the, others. It, you know, it's watching others uh, do things that you do care about, you know, learning from each other, which is, you know, what we're doing today. And and that's what really gets you, you know, where you want to go mm-hmm. is just talking to others. So many people just don't talk anymore in this new day and age. No one's talking anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all, this is what I do, you know, post it, you know, so... Mm-hmm. It's something like this podcast is stuff that if more people got into stuff like this, we would all help each other out. Mm-hmm. So I guess my next leading question then would be, do you define your success by the things you've done or the things that you've yet to do? An honest answer, I tend to, I do rather tend to see things I've accomplished and go, that's me climbing the ladder. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, the mentality of it doesn't matter what you did yesterday, it's what you do today, mm-hmm. you know, that works up to an extent, but you have to be able to turn around and look at the mountain that you've climbed, mm-hmm. you know, because motivation is a big, big help. So mm-hmm. that's, to me, at the end of the day, trying to, you know, I find myself doing that quite often. So. I'll turn around and look at the hill. I'll go, man, I, where I was and look where I'm at now. That's more motivation to keep going. I did, so I use them as check marks. I'll kind of try and create like check milestones. marks. So it's a combination of this is where I'm trying to go now, but I have come from here. So, you know, it's it's that combination of you have to move forward. You can't just mm-hmm. live in what you've done because, but, you know, giving yourself that recognition just helps fuel the fire. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a complicated answer, but at the end of the day, it's really it's really both to me. But I look more, I do look at more of what I've been able to done when I put everything in, more than vice versa. That helps me personally. Because the reason why I ask the question is because some people will look at their goals and be like, "I'm not that person yet, but mm-hmm. this is what my success is going to look like in the future." Oh, absolutely. Sure. It's it's an endless battle. You know, you can't. At the end of the day, you know, the, the best way to look at it is you can't be stagnant. You know, there's, there's always a better version of yourself out there that you've got to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, famous Matthew McConaughey speech that yeah. I really like is the whole, well, you know, I'm chasing me at 25, the 10-year chase, right? Yeah. Well, once you're, you know, I'm, I'm going to be me at 35. You turn 35, no, 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 no. I'm chasing, you know, I want at 45. It's that mentality. You've got to have that to progress. Mm-hmm. You can't sit on your... You can't sit on the top of the mountain, you know, a lone wolf, and just let the other wolves just eat the mountain down. You got to keep climbing. You got to find a new mountain to get on top of. So, so leading to the next question, then, from Coach Cam, what led you to this mountain? What led you to the mountain of fitness? How did you get here, and what drives you? It's actually something that you were saying at the beginning of this podcast, being in a position of, you know, you have these goals, you have these things you want to do, you have this feeling in your gut of what you could be doing mm-hmm. versus what you are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying you come right out of high school and, you know, you're lucky. Most people aren't lucky enough to start doing a job that they want to do, right? You know, you got college coming up, you kind of got to pay the bills. But I started in the food industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rode that for a while. And it was when I started working at Panera. It was my second food job. Um, I've always been passionate about fitness, you know, of my own. 
And I've always loved training my friends or anything. You know, didn't have the certification yet, but it really started getting to the point where I found myself sticking out from my friends about it. Mm -hmm. And as far as like my professional journey, which is fitness, is what I'm answering now. Um, I just noticed I really cared and loved it. I would train my friends for free. I would, you know, I just loved it. I loved plan structure, and I wanted to start helping people out more than just making a sandwich. You know, so I was like, you know, I'm not doing anything to work towards that. Mm -hmm. What can I start doing that's mm -hmm. going to put me on the right path? I can't do everything at once, but what's something I can do now? And that was I need to get out of the food industry and start working, whether I don't care if I'm mopping gym floors. I need to get in that gym. I need to work somewhere in this fitness realm and climb mm -hmm. that ladder. One way or the other. So like you're contributing to, yeah. towards a bigger it's just, goal. Yeah, because, you know, it's people get bogged down with that. It's like you see where you want to go, but the problem isn't everyone's got goals. But the people that get there are the ones that planned it out, you know, got there by breaking it down, not just looking at the big picture, you know, taking each step one at a time. So my first step, it looked like to me at the point I needed to pay the bills. I was in school, which took a lot of my time, is I need to work at a gym. Mm -hmm. So I worked at Planet Fitness. That was my first job, man. I was the guy that scanned your key tag. I thought I uh, saw you that one. No, I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that was my first job. Um, I went up to this dude, and I would ask him. About, it was about the eighth time I had asked this manager. Mm. And he was like, okay, all I've got right now is Saturday afternoons, right? Exactly when you don't want to work. 4 p.m. to I think it was like 1 or so. It was like 4 to 1. I only have that shift. But I was like, you know. That's going to get me in the door. So right. I started there, started on that shift, started working more, uh, and then eventually transitioned to Orange Theory as front desk sales, things like that. Still finishing school. School started calming down enough to where I started realizing, you know, I'm kind of settling down. I need to start putting more time into this. You know, just because I work in a gym doesn't mean I, I want to be on the other side of the glass, as they mm -hmm. call it. I want to be the trainer, not the guy selling the membership. Right. So... Uh, I found a gap in my school and it took me about a month to get my certification and then it was I started at CSS after that and and uh, from there you know it, the rest is history you know I felt like at Orange Theory it was one of these things where they kept trying to put up barriers to keep me from being a coach and I just kept knocking them down one and one he was like well you don't have your certification, okay, boom, got my certification. You're like, well, you don't have any experience, okay. Went to CSS, got some experience, now what? Well, we don't have any availability, okay, well, I work here, so I'll be around, you know. And just, if you just want on, just do control what you can control, you know. That's how I got here, is that's basically it. Uh, things really picked up. That's That's how I've climbed this mountain is... You know, school definitely made things tough, but just the free time I could create, what's one step that I can control each each year I tried to be one step further than I was last time. Like, okay, now I've got a job at the gym. Well, this time I want to have this position. And, you know, obviously there's other mountains to climb, but I found myself like, man, I'm in, I'm in a spot where about three or four years ago, if you told me I was where I am now, I'd be a happy dude. So, you know professionally not considering my music in its own journey but professionally where i'm at that's kind of been the hill is going from food how do i could do that to go into being a coach and a personal trainer with 
you know, multiple clients and filling my schedule enough to where I can put food on the table and put myself in a financial spot where I'm secure. That was a big goal. Was anyone can do fitness, but can you pay the bills with it? You know, personal training, that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that Orange Theory helps with. But at the end of the day, fitness is, when you first start out, challenging as a trainer. So it's you're telling me. Yeah. Oh, God. So it, you know, you work hard and it'll pay, it, it starts paying off. And that, like I said, when you, you have that second where you can look back and go, man, I was, I would have died to be where I am now. That helps you keep going. But that's kind of how I got to this mountain is you just, you, you can't just be happy with where you're at. You just can't, no matter what. You do have to look forward, pat yourself on the back, take a deep breath. Next thing. So. With that being said then, too, um, being on that hill, being on that mountain in the fitness industry and knowing where you came from, how do you, how do you celebrate? Like, how do you celebrate but not go all out to, to the point where you're like, you can't celebrate like that again. Like, do you celebrate every little win? Do you celebrate the big ones? Like, because there's some people that will go out, they will grind, 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 and they never, ever, ever celebrate any achievement mm-hmm. until they hit their big goal. And even then, they just set the next goal and keep on pushing. They don't know how to celebrate. <laughs> and then, but then they, then they feel like they, they're not making any. They're, they don't feel like they're doing anything because mm-hmm. you're more onto the goal and not actually recognizing where they are and where they were. How, how do you celebrate? It's usually the bigger things mm-hmm. that I'll stop and look at uh, versus the small victories. Even mm-hmm. though I'll turn around and look, you know, down the hill, it, it's usually at specific markers. You know, when I first start, when I got my trainer certification, so, you know, it's very small. Usually what I would do for celebrating to answer that question first is uh, I usually put more effort into one of the others as a celebration. So if I get a fitness thing that I really have been putting all this work into and have accomplished, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to go write some more music. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do something I haven't done. Like for me, try a different style of writing music, record differently, you know, feel like I've given myself a second to be like, okay, reset your brain a little bit and then start picking back up on mm-hmm. the other thing that you I just accomplished. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how I celebrate is putting a little bit more into the other for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just big moments are what I'll look at, like getting my certification. Then after that, you know, getting the job, mm-hmm. like personal training job at CSS, that was a big one. Then, you know, getting the job at Orange Theory and then getting that first client, you know, just things like that. Moments that definitely are going to affect you moving forward. Well, that's really, really good to know because even me personally, I have a hard time. Um, I have a hard time celebrating accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I, I try to move on to that. Then when I look back at what I've done, I'm like, I haven't, have I even really done anything? Like, I didn't have time and I don't feel like I should have celebrated it so like let me just keep pushing let me just keep doing this next thing and when I get this then maybe I'll celebrate then and then then I'll look back all the way back and be like dang maybe I should have done more me time mm-hmm. maybe I should have done more being happy mm-hmm. not necessarily happy but like because I enjoy what I'm doing all the time recognition for Re- yourself. yeah that's something I don't like some for myself that I need mm-hmm. to like need need to do more often is But that revolves around, you know, time anxiety, you know, the whole Mamba mentality, which is pushed 
especially in the fitness industry, this whole, you know, the whole Kobe, you know, just constant grind, mm -hmm. keep climbing, don't look back, keep going, keep going. It's mm -hmm. never good enough. You start really developing that personality. It is recognition being told good job is something you're not very comfortable with. You know, if someone comes up to you and goes, you know what, you've done a very good job. I want you to be very happy with where you're at. That's going to internally feel, you know, uh, but well, like, so you, uh, your answer, I, really? you know, uh, the Mamba mentality answer to someone giving you recognition is, ah, well, it's just getting started. You know, it's, ah, uh, well, you know, it's, you know, that's, I'm just putting it on the burner. Things are just cooking, uh, you know, more to come. And, you know, just constantly doing that, you know, you will wear yourself to the bone. You know, whether that's with family or anything, I feel like being able to truly progress is taking that second. You know, so just basically tell yourself it's okay to have, you know, even a moment of time to yourself to tell yourself good job isn't going to deter you from keep continuing to go. Mm -hmm. Being sedentary and telling yourself good job, I feel like they're two different things. You know, being sedentary would go, you know what, I've done a good job. Let me take a break for a week or two. That is a lot different than going, you know what, pat on the back uh, tonight. You know what, I'm going to chill with the family. I'm not doing a dang thing. I'm putting the phone down. I'm going to relax tonight. That is what, that's what celebration is. is you know, giving yourself that time. This is the self-respect to be like, okay, I'm acknowledging the amount of time I put into my only life towards this, whatever this is, you know, I'm mm. going to do something else for a second. Uh, and then, you know, we all struggle with that. You know, recognition's challenging. You know, you don't want to sound prideful. You don't want to sound, you know, but, you, want to you know, humble. you're working hard. So don't feel, you know, that, you know, that's something on this podcast for sure. You know, no one ever, you know, make sure you tell your friends good job because everyone's working hard out here, you know. It's okay. Take a second. Tell yourself, good job. You deserve it. Move on. I think my last question for you here, um, Coach Cam, what advice or anything that you would give, wisdom, advice, something that would encourage someone to step in to the fitness industry like I have I'm interested in it or I have a passion of doing it myself but mm -hmm. I don't know where to start and even if I did I don't feel like I would be good at it like what would you what would you personally recommend that that person do it's because well, the reason why I ask is because we get stuck in not being sure we want to be 100% confident before we even try it well, that's the that's the thing right there is you're never ready. It's you're never ready. If I have any advice, I wasn't ready when I started doing it necessarily. You know, you're never in. There's never a perfect time to do anything. So do it now. Do it. You know, step out there. You know, you don't know till you do it. The worst thing that could happen is you make a mistake, but mistakes help you out. So do it now, not tomorrow, not next Monday. Do what you can control. Like I said earlier, what can you control to get towards your goals? Well, if it's something you can control, there's no excuse to not be working on it. If you can control that variable, control it to your best ability, and I promise you, you'll start going in the right direction. That's my advice is control what you can control about getting to where you want to go. There's never a right time to do it. 
You know, I'm sure it's like having a child. You're never ready for, you know, your wife to be pregnant or this and that. But guess what? You, you put the pants on and you start doing it. So why treat anything else differently? Try and put the, put the pants on that you want to wear and eventually you'll fit them. So mm. just keep going. Put that foot in the door. Do it. Just as Nike says, just do it. But it's the truth. You know, the, there's no perfect time. The perfect time's right now. Step in. Step in. Don't be afraid of falling because that's only going to help you. You know, you just get right back up. And you know how to prepare yourself better the next time. Um, that, that was amazing, man. I want to say thank you again. Um, that's going to conclude this podcast session. Um, so thank you for your time. Thank you for everything. Oh, like, thank for you. For real. This, so, has been, this has been a blast, Nick. I love it. There is one more thing that we do before we end. We try to do it on every podcast, and mm-hmm. I do my best to do it. But we have to end with a big, loud, yeah, coach. You just okay. say, yeah, coach. You say, like, like you're just a hype man. Like, it's, like you say, like, you're excited. Like, hell yeah. Like, like yeah, like coach. That. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, coach. Okay. And so let me just say, um, you want to count three. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah, yeah coach. coach. And we out, <laughs> y'all. See y'all next time. Have a good one.